0: Hey, 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 my friends, I'm so excited to be here with you today, especially today, because I believe God really wants us to hear the message that I have for you today. I was sitting in church this morning and had an overwhelming feeling that I wanted to talk about this particular topic. And then when I got here and sat down to record this podcast, my software would not work. And it took a lot of troubleshooting and figuring out how I could record this podcast today. And this is episode 45. And the last 44 episodes, there was no problem. And once I got everything working, and I've sat down to record this, my printer, started just revved up it's right here next to my computer so i had to start over so there's been um there's been some resistance right to creating this podcast and talking about this topic so i think the enemy might not want us to hear what i have to say today but we're going to talk about it because it's important and what i want to talk about today is the difference between pride and self-love. And when I start working with a client, the first thing we talk about is loving ourselves to the result we want. Loving ourselves where we are, the importance of losing weight from a place of self-worth and self-love. And a lot of my clients in the beginning of working with me, they struggle with this, right? Because a lot of us want to lose weight because we don't like the way our body looks. We don't like the way our body feels. There's things about us we don't like. So losing weight from a place of self-love feels weird. It feels unattainable. It feels like opposite of what our brain wants to do, right? Our brain wants to punish us into losing weight, or use self judgment to lose weight. And another thing that I see a lot is that we don't want to be prideful that when we feel like we love ourselves to a weight loss result, that somehow we're being prideful, and we shouldn't do that. And so I want to talk about pride, and I want to talk about self-love, and I want to talk about what they mean, what the difference is between the two, and how we can put this in perspective so that we're living our lives as Christian women Into the best version of ourselves while fully accepting who we are in the moment. So, I looked up the the definition of pride, and the definition is the quality of having an excessively high opinion of yourself or your importance, it's a feeling of being better than others. And I think it's really important when we talk about pride and what God says about pride and the warnings the scripture gives us about pride, that we think of it in that definition. It's a feeling of being better than other people, putting people on a ladder, right? That if we're being prideful, that we're at the top and everyone else is under us. And sometimes we might have the opposite feeling, right? That shameful feeling that we're at the bottom and everyone else is above us. And I think it's really, really important that we remember that pride is a feeling of being better than everyone else. And there are scriptures that warn us about being prideful. Like Proverbs 11.2, when pride comes, then comes disgrace, but with humility comes wisdom. Or Proverbs 16.5, the Lord detests all the proud of heart. Be sure of this, they will not go unpunished. Or Proverbs 16.18, pride goes before destruction, a haughty spirit before a fall. And these verses clearly tell us to not have a prideful heart, and we can get it confused with loving ourselves. And I just want you to remember the pride that God is talking about here comes from this definition a feeling of being better than others versus self love, which I looked up the definition. And the definition of self-love is an appreciation of one's own worth or value. And I think it's really important and necessary to remember that all human beings are worthy because they're human beings. That's the only requirement of being worthy is that you just are a human, there's no action, there's no accomplishment, there's no result that can get us more worthy than anybody else, right? So self-love is just knowing that we have value, that we have worth, that we are a human being on this earth and we're all worthy, including ourself. That is self-love. And in Matthew 22, verse 37 through 39, it says, This is the first and greatest commandment, and the second is like it. Love your neighbor as yourself. Love your neighbor as yourself, which helps us see that self-love is kind of like a prerequisite, right? That we have to love ourselves so we can truly love others. When we love ourselves, then we know our worth and we know the worth of others and we're all on the same playing field. And it's so important for us to know the difference that we're not laddering people, that we're not scaling people, right? That some are high and some are low, and we're somewhere in between. So, loving yourself does not mean pride. The two are not equal, the two do not mean the same. When you love yourself, You just appreciate your value and your worth. And we already know that we are worthy because Christ came and died for us. God wanted a relationship with us so bad that he sent his son to die for us. So clearly, We have value, and clearly we have worth. And even though we're not always perfect, and we make mistakes, and we sin, and it's important that we confess those sins, and we ask for forgiveness, that God wanted a relationship with us, so he sent his son to die for us, right? Now, let's just talk a minute about what love feels like. And I really believe the best feeling that we can experience is love. When we are loving, when we are feeling loving towards another person, it's the best feeling in the world. Now, feelings are vibrations that we feel throughout our body because our brain has had a thought So when we think a thought, a chemical reaction or vibration shoots through us. So just like we have a vibration of excitement, or we have a vibration of nervousness, right? We know what those vibrations, what those feelings are like. We feel them. Just like grief or sadness, we think a thought and then That feeling shoots through us. It's the same thing with love. When we are feeling love for another person, it is because we are thinking a loving thought about them. We think a loving thought about them, and our brain shoots a vibration or a feeling in our body. And it's the best feeling it's warm and cozy. Feeling love is just the best feeling in the world. And what creates that love, that loving feeling, is what we're thinking. And so think about if you have children or you have nieces and nephews or cousins or a young child in your life that you feel love for, what creates that? that loving feeling for that child. It's not their actions, right? If you think about a baby being born when your child is born, we love that baby just because it exists, just because it's a human. That baby doesn't have to do anything. It can't take any action, it can't make any accomplishment, it can't create any result for us to love that baby more. It just is. It's a human being with a human heart, so it is worthy of love. And so I think it's really important when it comes to self-love and loving ourselves that we remember when we're loving others, it's not their actions that's creating love. They don't have to act in a certain way. They don't have to do certain things in order for us to have the feeling of love for them. It it really is their worth and our loving thoughts about them. That's creating that love. And when we're feeling love for someone else, there's no room for judgment. And you... Whenever I find myself judging another person or feeling like, you know, someone else should be doing something different than they are, when I remind myself that my only job is to love them, I am able to drop that judgment and think loving thoughts and create love for them. So when we're loving other people, there's no room for judgment. What we're feeling is love. We can't feel love and judgment really at the same time. Right? And so I want you to apply this to yourself. Just like with our children or with small babies that we love, their actions are not creating love. We just love them because they are. And it's the same thing with ourself. Our actions, our accomplishments, our results of losing weight or sticking to plan or planning our meals and doing it all perfectly, those actions will not create a loving feeling for ourselves. What creates a loving feeling for ourselves is loving thoughts about ourselves. And the reason why self love is so important in the weight loss journey is because our feelings drive our actions. So if we think a loving thought about ourselves and we create the feeling of love for ourselves, we will show up in a way of love for ourselves. And what's so amazing about self love on this weight loss journey is that we can actually hold space for loving ourselves right where we are, accepting ourselves right where we are while we make changes to get the results we want. So when I say we have to love ourselves where we are, what I'm I'm not saying that we don't strive for new habits, that we don't strive for new results, right? That we don't strive to be healthier. What I'm saying is that we accept ourselves where we are while we change our habits. That we accept ourselves where we are while we go lose the weight and create the result that we want. And I just want you to know, and I just want to remind you that you can just decide that you are going to start loving yourself today. That it really is a decision. And if you are currently not loving yourself, if you are currently judging yourself, or telling yourself you should be doing better, or telling yourself you need to lose weight so then you can be worthy. If you are not loving yourself now, it's really, really important that you figure out what the thoughts are you have about yourself, Because if you're judging yourself or you're hating on yourself or you're loathing yourself or you're shaming yourself, it's because of thoughts you have about yourself. So you can take out a piece of paper, you can write your name on the top of that paper and you just write down one sentence per line. What are the thoughts that your brain offers you about yourself? And in order to start feeling love, in order to start feeling the worthiness that we know you are, we want to start thinking thoughts that are loving and that create a feeling of worthiness for you. And remember, my friends, that Matthew 22, verse 37 to 39, the first and greatest commandment the second is like it, love your neighbor as yourself. And when you decide that you're going to start thinking loving thoughts about yourself, that you're going to have your back no matter what, that you get to decide that you are worthy, all of you is worthy. And what I mean by all of you is that half of us are a hot mess. Half of us mess up. Half of us sin and make mistakes because we're human beings. And the other half of us is so valuable and worthy. And what we want to do is we want to learn to love all of us just like Jesus loves all of us. And to remember that he died for the part that messes up, that he died for the part, right? That gets it wrong sometimes. And that's okay. That because we're a human being, we are fully worthy of self-love and worthiness, God loves you, my friend. He loves you so much. He wants you to become the best version of yourself, but he loves you right where you are. And if this is something that you want to work on in your weight loss journey, if you want to uncover the thoughts you're having about yourself and start losing weight from a genuine place of ease and fun and love, then you're going to want to book a consult with me. And the link is in the show notes. It's 30 minutes. I'd love to meet you. And I hope, my friends, you have an amazing, amazing week feeling all of the love that you deserve.